Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. It's Wednesday, and I got some Big Nick energy right there. Mm, come back over there. Too. Wow. Big Nick energy. Big what? Big Nick. Oh, Big Nick energy. Yeah, have, you met, have you met Nick? Nick the what? <laughs> That's really cool. The best Tom Hanks movie of all time is hard to find now. It's called Bachelor Party. Okay. And uh, have you ever seen it? No. Got to find it. Okay. It's hard to find. I, I heard. The <laughs> funniest Tom Hanks movie. Back when Tom Hanks was actually a, a comedian. Right. And funny. Right. The best movie of all time. But it, it's bachelor party. So the guys are going to throw a bachelor party and they're going to get wild, right? Because Tom Hanks is going to get married to Tawny Catan, the late Tawny Catan. Okay. From, uh, you know, this was pre-White Snake videos on the Trans Am. Gotcha. Uh, and he, he loves her. And his, she comes from a really wealthy family. The family hates him, right? And he loves her, loves her, loves her. And she just loves that he's a poor schmuck in the whole thing. She doesn't want him to change. They want her to marry, like, the other schmuck from the country club. Right, okay. Right? So his buddies, who are just, as you would suspect, beer drinking, you know, mm -hmm. chicks and guns and fire trucks, they want to throw him a bachelor party. And they want to have hookers and blow and the whole thing. And he doesn't want any part of that because he loves his fiance, right? right? So her girlfriend's getting her head, basically, the little plot from the family to make her think he's out having a bachelor party cheating. So her and the girls and her mom and the whole thing go to a men's strip club. Mm -hmm. So this, the little host walks up and he says, I want to introduce you to Mr. Nicholas, better known as Nick the Dick. <laughs> <laughs> And there's this line in there. They go, oh, Nick the no. what? Because they send him to uh, they send him to the bachelor party. Yeah. Go, Nick the what? And he goes, the dick. <laughs> well, the and good so news is. He's serving hot dogs and the mom grabs a hold of the hot dog and he's got his thing in there. And she's <laughs> like, is this the foot long? And he's like, and then some. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Well, so big Nick energy. I don't know why we went in all that. The good news is I don't have to see the movie now because you just told me the whole thing. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You had seen nothing. You saw a scene in my brain. Uh, yeah, the merch wars are going on. Go to chadonblaze.com. Use promo code CHAD20. I piss some people off. You know, I have, I have, I didn't piss them off. I have moderators that handle my political cowboy Facebook page. Mm -hmm. I don't ever post really on that page. Yeah. Um, the people at chadprather.com, my blog site, they will post to politicalcowboy.com and they will post to Chad Prather Unapologetic, which are two different Facebook pages. That I might share to them every now and then, but I posted this meme, and, and or they posted this meme, and it's it's uh, Morpheus mm -hmm. from uh, the Matrix. The Matrix, yeah. And it says, "What if I told you tradition is just peer pressure from dead people?" All right, it's a joke. Oh, okay. Right, it's just a joke. Yeah, yeah. That obviously traditions are passed down from dead people, and we feel the need to honor those traditions mm -hmm. because of those dead people. It's just a joke, right? right. It's it's. But your fans are mad. Not my, I don't know who they are. I mean, oh. I, I don't, like, again, my fans are watching this show yeah. right now. They're still saying, the fact pack, they're still saying hello right. to one another in the live chat. And they will for the next 30 minutes. Drink. They, you drink, scream and drink. <laughs> and then, uh, then the last 15 minutes of the show, they'll be like, oh, crap, a show's going on. No, those are my people. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. Those are my people. The folks on here, I don't know who these people yeah. are. They just, but they think they know me. And so they come at me like, how dare you? 
And I'm like, that the whole how dare you mindset on social media, I'm like, show me where a meme about, like, what is it about traditions that are offending you right now? Mm. I, I, I want to encourage people to not hold on so damn tight. <laughs> it's, it's a meme, like, Morpheus is not a real person. Uh, didn't really say that. <laughs> uh, it's just saying it's another way of looking at tradition. Yeah. It's passed down from dead people. Right. All right. I don't know if they caught negative in the phrase peer pressure because I think the older generation hears the phrase peer pressure and they automatically mean it's just negative. It needs yeah. to be eradicated. I can, I can see how people would have taken it the wrong way. Well, you're weird too then. Uh, well, because well, I think like... Take it the wrong way. Like I could understand how they took it. This, But again, my point is... I'm not going to go bitch about it in the comments. Right, I'm just but saying... But this is why I love social media. Yeah. Because this is a, this is a sociological study. Of what is it that, like when I did that shirt on uh, watchchad.com, it's where all the fun stuff is. When I did, when we did that shirt that says one out of three Biden supporters um, is still just as stupid as the other two. Right. The correct grammar on that is right. word is, I not remember are. This. Uh-huh. But a lot of people have done that different iterations of that shirt, whether it's Trump supporters, and they still say, you know, one out of one out of three, I'm thinking is one out of three. Trump supporters are as stupid mm-hmm. as the other two. And that's not grammatically correct. That's not correct. grammatically correct. And the arguments on that thing were insane. There's people right now doing it, doing the math in their head. Mm-hmm. Going, is, no, no, one is an one is. is. One is not an yeah. R in that context. Right. So anyway. The subject I, is one. People get, but I mean, people are at each other's throats over stuff. Yeah. And if you respond, God forbid I respond, mm-hmm. hey, man, don't take it like, no, I'm just talking to you right. for crying out loud. Right, right. They're allowed to say whatever they want they and you're not allowed to respond. You say anything back. Yeah. Then I'm like, this is why I love social media. Right. And they but, go, well, don't get angry. It's like, well, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I'm, I'm just not, responding. I'm having a conversation <laughs> with you. I'm just saying this is an interesting study. Yeah. This post. And like, this is the most interaction I've had on that page in maybe a year. Really? Yeah, because I don't ever go to it. Like, look, I, I got a personal page that they now converted to a business page or whatever. And I got the other, like, I should take the two Chad Prather pages and merge them together. But I'm scared because I don't know what that's going to do. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Because I don't trust Facebook, you know? Right. So people are like, how many pages do you have? Well, six Facebook pages. Technically, there's seven. That but, is a lot to keep up with. And I don't keep up with all of them. So, like, Blaze keeps up with Watch Chad Prather, mm-hmm. the, you know, the making media team. They keep up with Political Cowboy and Chad Prather Unapologetic. I'm pretty much just Chad Prather and Chad Prather. Yeah. So, anyway, now you're bored. <laughs> but that's my life. And you know what? I'm going to tell you one more time. This is therapy for me. <laughs> Crying out loud. I like when, speaking of social media, when you make a, you, you really think something out and you're like, this is a really insightful point. I'm going to tweet it out or whatever. And you get like zero traction on it. And then you do some stupid, like boys have a penis and girls have a vagina and it just like takes off. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know why, why I waste my time. Why? Why <laughs> even put thought into it? Right. I put, I put some really insightful thought into certain posts and they go nowhere. Yeah. It's like, oh, he must be trying to educate people. Right. Let's make sure they stay dumb. Right, right, right. Let's, we see he's trying to make a point. Let's make sure the point never gets out there. And you say something that's just very simple trolling. Yeah. And it just goes crazy. Mm. Woo. Some guy said, hey, when you're as young as you are, you don't appreciate traditions. Look, Emmer. <laughs> at 50, I ain't old, but damn. 
You know, I went on Stu's stupid show on Monday, and uh, yeah, it was okay. It was okay, Stu. Okay. Show. I'm just what saying. I'm just saying. I'm trying to deal with the fact that I'm not going to be on Power Hour Friday. I'm trying and, to deal with the fact that you're not going to be on Power and, Hour. I, and I'll say this because there are people in the room who are going to be on Power Hour. They are really scraping the bottom of the barrel with you gone. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Let's love Brandon. I can't believe we're not just canceling it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, both of y'all. I, like, I just Brandon, can't believe Brandon's, we're even doing you're, it. Brandon, you're doing Power Hour, right? What? Oh, you're not? They pulled you? Oh, they blew smoke up your ass. Well, I still stand by. They're really scraping the bottom of the barrel on this one. <laughs> I'm like, why am I? Say I what cancel? you really think, Should I Sarah. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, Stu's Power Hour is on Friday. It's going to be a drunk, maddening fest. Uh, it's probably a good thing I'm not going to the Blaze Christmas party this year because I didn't make it home last year. I wound up across the parking lot in a hotel, which was a good thing. <laughs> which was a good thing. Uh, man, you know, the political land, or I should say the staffing landscape around the blaze has changed since the last Christmas party. Who knows what the next 12 months will bring? Well, mm. it's going to bring some more changes, I can tell you that. <laughs> Sarah, shut up. <laughs> I already uh, know. Stop talking. <laughs> man, oh man, I went to a club last night. Now, we're going to get to some real stuff in a minute, but I went to a club last night. I want you to look at me. I don't go to clubs. <laughs> So I don't know what these people were, and Brandon, maybe you can help me here, but I don't know what these people were, but they had their, they, it was like emo night or whatever, but they're not emo. They were ED something, I don't know. But they, they were, they, they painted their face like the Joker kind of. Ew, what? And they were out on the dance floor doing some kind of performance dance and swinging clubs around. And Please tell me you were wearing your cowboy hat. Yeah, oh yeah, of course, 100%, <laughs> 1,000%. You were the only one in there wearing a cowboy it. hat. So, so it's, a, it's a bar that, it's, it's kind of an underground basement bar under a restaurant that I go to in Fort Worth regularly. Okay, I think I know where you're talking and about. And so it's it's under the tower in downtown Fort Worth. Okay. And, and so you go down there and uh, buddy of mine started this bar. So anyway, it's kind of turned into this thing. I have not been in there in, I don't know, year, year and a half, but had some friends who were like, let's go down here and get a drink. And I was like, yeah, do we want to? <laughs> so we go down there and it's immediately, ooh, 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 ooh. And, and I see like these people sitting around with like their entire faces painted. And I'm like, what is what is going on? What what are we seeing here? So right? weird. And so anyway, um, it's going on. So uh, the bar, one of the bartenders there is uh, she's she's solid butch. I mean she she's uh, <laughs> she comes up. She's like, hey Chad, I haven't seen you in a long time, and um, and she's rainbowed out, you know. And she knows what I want to drink, so she brings it to me. And I said, yeah, I'm just gonna drink one, and I'm getting out of here. And uh, so just down here hanging with some friends for a minute. And so anyway, as I, I tabbed out with her, I was saying goodbye and stuff. And she's like, I don't understand these freaking kids. Like, <laughs> Me either. She goes, man, 1230 rolls around, midnight rolls around, all these emo kids pop out. She goes, there's a, hot, a whole lot of soy. And I was like, this is a weird That's conversation. <laughs> That's really on. funny. But uh, anyway, I don't like that. God, I'm old. It. I'm like, I don't want to go out. And I don't want to do nothing. You only had the drink because it was too awkward to turn around and walk out. No, I went down there because I had friends who wanted to go down there, okay. and they, they went down there, and they got down there, and they kind of had committed to the scene for at least one drink. But that's what I'm saying. Everyone collectively decided it's yeah, going to look too weird basically. if we just 
check it out, realize this is we want yeah. no part of this, and then pay. Well, they paid a cover charge. Oh, that was the deal. They paid, okay. it. and I was like, really, you're paying a cover charge to go to see go, this to go in a bar? <laughs> yeah. Why? Who does that anymore? Right. I right. mean, who? Why? What's the deal? I mean, one 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 person uh, had lost their ID, and so I saw him pay twenty dollars to get in extra. And I'm like. There's bars all over Fort Worth. They just wanted to charge us 10 bucks to get into Texas Live before the game because that's right. Alex Stein, who can't drive or park <laughs> or doesn't park. own a GPS, who dropped us off a million miles from yeah, we AT&T like, Stadium. Nah, and we're they not were, we pay. started walking to Texas Live, which is a very public venue. And they were like, it's $10 to get in. I was like, for what? <laughs> $10 to go in and to be allowed pay to go for more spend, your crap? Spend more money. Uh, this is weird, man. I Look, I'm all for making money. I believe people should. Uh, chat on blaze.com use promo code chad 20 you're getting something for that uh you're not just you are money. yeah you're getting something right. like I, I don't want to pay to come in and breathe your air right you know and, and spend more money with you so i don't know it's a weird world we're living in but the thing is this is like government right we've let people get away with this crap right I, and i'm not for we've talked about this ad nauseum i'm not for canceling anybody you do business however you want to do it. But I just don't understand why we continue to support your bad practices. Right. Right? So, like, you should, be, you should know that what you're doing is a bad practice, and you should be made to suffer for it. And we should be the ones that make you suffer <laughs> by withholding our money. Yes. And just not, not frequenting your deal. But, again, you live and learn, right? Like, I know not to go to Texas Live in Arlington right. on a night of a Cowboys game. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. Um, and, anyway, there it is. That's what happens. But I went to a club last night. I don't do that. I don't understand what the fascination in going into loud places is. Okay, hold on, though. You are a performer and an entertainer. Yeah, when you're in you, my audience, you're a, <laughs> I want you to be very loud. But you're a musician, and you don't understand the fascination of people going into not, loud not venues. It, like I want, if I, I'd love to go to a concert and hear a decent musician play music. I'm not a decent musician. Oh, stop. but I'm entertaining. I would. I want. And by the way, Saturday night at Dosi Do in Spring, Texas. Let's keep making that money. Uh, <laughs> the birthday bash. There's no cover. No, it's an expensive ticket because you get dinner. <laughs> you get and all dinner. That. Yeah. It's like a hundred twenty dollar ticket. Wow. I ain't no joke, Jack. That's one thing. Like, but even there, I always tell them. I was like, Hey, look, I'd be happy just come do the show without the dinner without thing. The dinner, but they yeah. they prefer doing the dinner because they have a kitchen and yeah. most of their tickets are like they reduce the ticket from normal because I've seen it as high as 145 oh, wow. for all the stuff people get. And of course, I'm the one who gets yelled at by the the public because right. they're like, Who do you think you are? And yeah. I'm like, I don't set the prices for tickets. I I I encourage the venues to keep them as low as possible, but that takes money out of my pocket because mm -hmm. the venue is going to make their nut. Yeah, right. So I'm just saying, I don't know who wants to go out there and listen to Dead Mal 5 go, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> like, I don't get that. <laughs> okay. Like, that's a headache. Yeah, I agree. You're at 117 decibels. It's like, ooh, 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 ooh. There's nothing about it appealing to me. <laughs> All right. Huh. Now let's talk about shooting things. For years, you've heard me talk about iTarget, and uh, they got a new deal. It's a next-level thing that you really need to get your hands on, especially if you've used iTarget Pro. This is uh, going to be cool because you've seen the competitive shooters and their timing drills out on the range. You could do that at home, uh, and you don't have to spend any money on ammo because you won't need ammo. 
They've got this new thing called the iTarget Cube, and it's going to be fully compatible with your existing laser bullet. You can even upgrade to a three-pack and get a pretty cool training experience. You can compete with your friends, practice clearing drills, use random mode to test your ability to react, all the while the system is going to time you. And uh, it's really cool, and I'll save you 10% plus free shipping when you use offer code CHAD. I spell it CHAD when you go to iTargetPro.com. iTarget comes in most calibers from 9mm to 223, so you can train with almost any firearm. This is the easiest and most cost-effective way to train and pays for itself in a single day. It's the letter I, targetpro.com. iTargetpro.com. Use offer code CHAD. Be right back. All right, let's talk about something you don't care about but should. It's quite the sell. I think most of the stuff on this show is stuff you don't care about, but you should. <laughs> it's quite the sell, again. Well, it's the underlying principles to it. Yeah. The, like, we look at things... This, this is the way I approach everything. I try to. Is I look at it and I go, okay, this story is insignificant. I get that. Like, a lot of times on Blaze, uh, we'll post the, the Blaze.com articles. And people go, who cares? Right? Who cares about this story? Well, if you understand the underlying principle of why this story exists, like your show is called The News and Why It Matters. And I've always loved that name. Have you? Love it. Okay. It's a mouthful, but. I know. I love it. Okay. I mean, around here, we just say the news and we know what we're talking about. Right. But News and Why is another thing we mm -hmm. call it. But News and Why It Matters, I love that name because it's, it's very telling of what the show is. Right. right? It's, it's why these things are important. Why should you care? Why should you care? Yeah. Why do I care what? I mean, I could say, well, I don't, Jean-Paul, Corrine Jean-Paul, whatever her name is, Jean-Pierre. Corrine Jean-Pierre. I'll never get her name right and I'll never care. But <laughs> she is an underlying principle, so I have to deal with her, okay? Corrine right. Jean-Pierre. So we say things about it, and I'm like, she's, you know, why do we care what she has to say, right? She is a functioning moron. So why do we care what she has to say? Well, because so much that happens in our life is going to be determined by these mm -hmm. weirdos in that think tank. She is the mouthpiece for the for the president of, of the free world. States. Yeah, sadly, like that's what we're worried about in this thing. So Disney and everybody gets out of you know a big groan. Oh, Disney! What is Disney gonna do? Well, uh, they're closing down Splash Mountain. Now, uh, you know Splash Mountain. Uh, is, of course, it's been around for 33 years. It's a fun ride. It's a fun ride. And they're shutting it down because after 33 years, they've decided that it's racist. <laughs> um, it promotes racial stereotypes. Oh, no. Um, it, was, uh, it opened in 1989. It's based on the 1946 Disney film Song of the South, which is one of my all-time favorite Disney animated movies. Uncle Remus, the tar baby, the whole thing. I, There's a bluebird on my shoulder. It's the truth. It's actual. Everything, Everything is, is satisfactory. Uh, we should release that song. Okay. Let's do Let's it. Let's do that it. One. Let's do it. But uh, Song of the South just says not appropriate in today's world. What are your thoughts? Um, is it inappropriate? Is, everything is stupid and I hate it. <laughs> Uh, Those are my that's thoughts. why you host the news and why it matters. 
but but my thing there is, look, you can modify an amusement park ride. It doesn't change history. Right. And that's the problem. And also, if you look to see racism in everything, you will see racism in everything. Right. Is there stereotypes in the world? Yes. Yes. Stereotypes exist because they're built off of factual things. Truth. Right. And truth. And then you take the stereotype, you expand it with some satire or maybe hyperbole and then if you're trying to get humor out of it you expand the truth in order to make it larger than life right mm-hmm. uh you you kind of anthropomorphize the world and you you add you know again you're talking about black stereotypes so what did they they draw bigger lips they drew a wider nose they put a straw hat they put overalls on you know what I'm saying? That were probably cut off around here in bare feet. So they said, oh, see, that's going back to slavery and Jim Crow era. But let me ask you a question. Did that exist in the Deep South? Were those stereotypes built out of... Now, again, it wasn't just black people that dressed that way. Right. White people dressed that way, too. Right. The issue was people were poor in the South. Right. Everybody had their own deal that they were dealing with. Struggle. Uh Poor whites had this struggle. Poor blacks had a struggle. All this kind of stuff. This, when you look at something like that, you're not glorifying oppression as much as I think you're glorifying and pointing out that these people lived, Mm -hmm. they struggled, they survived, they died, and they left something important behind. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're still telling that story. I mean, it's just it's just like the Aunt Jemima thing. It's right. like, why are we canceling like this woman came so far? She's on, she's on like this pancake mix and, and syrup and whatever else that is like every all Americans love. Yeah. Super famous. And what do we do? We take her down and replace her with what? I mean, I haven't even seen. But why, why are we erasing? Yeah black history don't well, you want to keep that so my father and his siblings were basically raised by a black woman for a lack of better term she was their nanny mm-hmm. right she came in she kept house she raised them they grieved for her when she died as though their own mother had died all right she raised them now do i want to eradicate her story or do i want to tell her story right. she was a she was a black housekeeper in South Carolina, mm-hmm. that was her life. She made an impact on mm-hmm. my father. Therefore, she made an impact on me. So do I tell that story or do I eradicate that story? Right. Right? I, I think you tell that you story. You tell it. You can't eradicate it. I think it. it's something that you honor that person and their history by continuing to tell that story. And that, and just folks don't sit around going, oh my God, here comes a black person. Right. It just does. That's not where the world at large lives. Right. Well, and I mean, also, it's a, a very slippery slope. Where do you where do you stop? Right. If you've got to erase anything that might easily offend someone about something that happened a very long time ago, where where do you stop? There's no there's no end to it. Well, I mean, they got rid of Aunt Jemima. Chaos. They got rid of the Land of Lakes. They got rid of, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things. But that white ass Puritan cracker still on the cover of them oatmeal boxes. Right. Why? <laughs> Why? I mean, all the white folks are still on the boxes, right? But they got rid of anybody of any ethnicity, <laughs> right. Or right. any minority. They they're done with all of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, does Juan Valdez still pick them damn beans? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> Every bean picked by hand by Juan Valdez. It's like, 
Oh, uh, what's his name? You say, that's a bean picking some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, uh, God, what's Paul's name? Paul, uh, oh, it, the Hispanic comic. Rodriguez? Anyway, Paul Rodriguez. That's a Is funny dude, man. And he talked about it. He said, Juan Valdez, man, he pick all the beans by hand. That's a bean picking son of a bitch. <laughs> but do we eradicate all that stuff? Should we stop growing cotton? No, you know, I, I mean, mean I, the obvious answer is no. It makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I mean, even Nancy Pelosi said, well, the region people are migrating up here is because they don't have any land to work on. We've taken climate change. They can't farm their land. So they got to come up here and work in our fields. Right. Well, by your standard, that's racist. Right. So anyway, you can't go on Splash Mountain anymore because that history doesn't exist thanks to Disney. Done. Done. We don't want to tell we we don't want to tell historical, you know, uh African American folk folk folklore. Yeah. Don't want to do that. Yeah. We'd rather just erase them. I don't get it. I just don't get it. And you know what? I don't think the black people in the world even care about that. No. Well, it's, I mean, it's just like the, the Washington, whatever the hell their new name is. It's like when they asked actual Native yeah. Americans, do you even care about this? They're like, no, we don't want them to change I mean, their I name. Get That's you, there's some woke ones out there. They're woke everything. But overwhelmingly, I mean, like, the Native I American and, community so did not care. We met at the, at the hotel lobby the other day where I was staying, mm-hmm. you and some others. We met to go to the Dallas game. Right. And we were sitting in the bar, and I went to the bathroom, and there was a guy sitting on the toilet and uh talking on his phone oh i hate that and he's like she my my she my my come out you talk my mother my she my my she man yeah my she my fun my fun yeah my she my guy he was carrying on a conversation and apparently someone was understanding what the hell he was saying <laughs> on the other end of the line but a whole deal while i was in there i peed in the urinal I tried to make some sense. Hey, man, shit, my, my God, man, girl, I'm so going down with me, I tell. I'm going to come down with my face, shit. Shit, man, you know, I don't talk about down. And I was like, I don't know what this person, like, what are you saying? That's offensive to me. I mean, if we're going to really nitpick right, it. Right, Like, take the marbles out of your Speak mouth English. and use English. Because I don't know what shit my means all the time. I mean, does that have a, uni- is that a universal language like Morse code? Like, like if I say shit, if I say she fast or slow, is that like beep, 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 Is that a long dash, short dot? I don't know. Because I can't figure it out. Right? And you're like, how you can't say that. The fuck I can't. I sat there and listened to that gibberish for three and a half minutes trying to sort it out. You say, well, that's stereotyping. No, it actually effing happened. Yeah. My, my favorite is that when people talk like that and then they're around white people and they like, turn it off and yeah. just uh, hello all... um <laughs> hello uh yes um, so you're like wait you know how to speak properly you're just doing this on purpose <laughs> do you see and, and listen and by the way you want to take offense of it whoopie do uh go watch the key and peel things where obama you know they uh what's his name's dressed up like obama yep. and he's walking through and he's like shaking hands with all the white people and the yeah. white women the white men and and then uh, he comes up to a black man oh man what's up what's up what's up man what's up <laughs> yeah what's up and then and then the one white guy tries to hug him he's like mm, no no sir no sir right here like this it's the truth so 
But don't worry. You don't need to ride the Splash Mountain at Disney anymore. Ah, shit, you motherfucker. <laughs> and that's my way of saying Merry Christmas right there. The holiday season is upon us. Time for gift-giving parties with friends, family, getting compliments everywhere you go. And uh, it's also a good time to look a little bit younger, and you can, thanks to Genucell. From now until Christmas, Genucell's most popular package, that's what it's called, 70% off. That's a good deal at Genucell.com. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See those troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags, and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes. With Genucell's most popular collection, I brought a bag of that stuff into uh, my girlfriend's house. Her mother was fighting over it. Her sister was fighting over it. I'm telling you, it was uh, pretty incredible there. But uh, it's immediate effects. You're going to see results. Uh, look at this guy right here. You're going to see it uh, in like less than 12 hours. And you'll see them guaranteed or your money back. And it's uh, included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that's going to restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com slash WatchChad now. Enter my special promo code WatchChad for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. GenuCell.com slash WatchChad. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash WatchChad. We'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Look, let me explain some things while I wax eloquent. Hey, Mel Brooks. I love Mel Brooks. Well, he once said that tragedy is when I cut my finger. Comedy is when you walk into an open sewer and die. <laughs> we kind of ride by that rule on this program. Yeah, as we frequently examine some of the more profound candidates for the Darwin Award every year. But there's a caveat. And that is that it doesn't apply when kids are in the mix. Now, I want you to uh, just kind of remember back, cast your mind way back to when you yourself were a child and see if you can't remember a recurring phenomenon. You'd drop a piece of food on the ground and then invoke what was known as the five-second rule, right? Wherein the food is mystically pronounced still clean if it's picked up within five seconds. You remember those? Now, if you're like me, you don't have to cast your mind back to childhood. You cast it back to like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, uh, a lot of donuts have been spared in the ignominious act of drying up and going stale in a landfill somewhere because of the brave actions of those of us who can't stand to live without that last bite. Probably the same can't be said for most vegetables, of course, but uh, most of the time, this invocation hearkening back to the Civil War surgery days in terms of germ propagation, understand is nevertheless relatively harmless. You pick something up off the ground and you eat it. Then you go about your day. But every once in a while, shit goes a little sideways. In San Francisco, parents of a 10-month-old baby watched in horror as their child began all of a sudden to uh, get dizzy and lose the ability to breathe. And why, you might ask? Because the kid found fentanyl on the ground, picked it up, and ate it. Fentanyl, folks. Freaking fentanyl. Now, you'll recall from previous deep dives we've done on this particular illicit substance in the past that it only takes an amount the size of a few grains of salt to kill a full-grown adult human, human being. Fentanyl is one of the more dangerous substances floating around and dissolving into the American public at large right now. And hell, it's San Francisco, so the kid probably had his choice in a ground-based pharmacopoeia left in the wake of a homeless midnight rambling toward aimless shores. One wonders that a homeless person didn't offer uh, what a homeless person didn't offer to personally inject the child with a spare needle, but I digress. The point I'm trying to make is that unfortunately, it's a dangerous world out there, and if you've got kids, especially really young ones, you, you got to keep your head on even more of a swivel than you used to. Now, that doesn't mean that you should panic, but a little bit of positive anxiety does a lot of proactive good in the world sometimes. Now, 
For the good news, this little dude survived. The mother gave him CPR until the paramedics arrived, and they were able to get him, uh, get to him in time, give him a dose of Narcan, and trundle him off to the hospital where he made a full recover, co- recovery. <laughs> call it luck. Call it God's grace. Call it whatever you want. That's a, that's a couple of parents who've got a, a lot to be grateful for and who are probably going to be keeping a much keener eye on their offspring than even the before. So, folks, pray for our culture. No matter what your take on drug legalization is, the fact remains that things like fentanyl kill and they kill bad. There's no substitute in your life for the fellow human beings and especially the ones you're responsible for. Keep up that good work, parents. Uh, It's hard having kids these days, Sarah. Don't I know it. Don't you know it. Don't you know it. Right in the thick of it. Uh, Yeah, I don't know, man. And, you know, like, did you see the Joe Biden clip where he said we got bigger problems to worry about than the southern border? You see that? Yeah. He's been he's been down like 100 miles from the southern border. And they're like, you know, you could just kind of pop in to see how things are going. Uh, This was, you know, day before yesterday. He's like he's standing with his umbrella. going, I got more important things to worry about. Like what? The inflation that you caused? Like what? Sending more of our tax money to Ukraine? Yeah. Like what? The gas prices that you've caused to skyrocket? Yeah. Son of a... There's a blue... If they cared at all about any of this fentanyl, sex trafficking, any of it... They don't. I know. They don't. I know they don't. They want the chaos. Mm. I realize that. But it's maddening to people who do actually care and not want the chaos. Driving off of it. Right. What's funny to me, though, is how... That big government up there, and I don't care, it's the uniparty, it's, it's, it's Democrats, Republicans alike. Yeah. I don't understand how they do what they do. And you're, that's a great point, Sarah. You say they thrive on chaos, yes. and they do. They need it. They need the chaos because it keeps them in power. Correct. Imagine having no conscience whatsoever that you're willing to let citizens be at each other's throats and to propagate that in order to stay in power. And the crazy thing about it is, <clears throat> the crazy thing about it is, we're the ones who get accused of stirring up trouble mm-hmm. because we talk about it. Because we talk about it. Because we call it out. Be- yeah, because we say close the freaking border yeah. and tell people not to come. Now you're not the compassionate one. We talked about this the other day on my show. Yeah. Now you're not the compassionate one. Really? I'm not the compassionate one? Try it on for size the person who is like just advocating for all of these people to traffic children, traffic women who get raped along the way, uh, bring drugs into our country so that young children children, babies can accidentally overdose on fentanyl. Yeah. Those are the people who lack compassion. Yeah. Not me. I'm trying to stop all of it. Yeah. But we're the shit stirs. Right. We're the problematic ones. And people want to know, like, yeah, I, like, I, like, I admit that in the last 10 years of doing everything that I do, I've grown a little more thin skinned, a little more edgy, a little mm-hmm. more touchy with things. Like it sets me off because it's like we work really hard to try to, expose certain things and we're the problem i'm like yeah well right look i've already i've already counted counted the cost i i know the rest of my life is what it is you know people they're not they're gonna be mad at me but that's okay right because i'm calling this stuff out you know joe biden you got a kid in san francisco that almost died from eating fentanyl off the ground god only knows i mean they're putting fentanyl on dollar bills and people are picking them up yeah i why don't you ask that 10 month old's parents uh, if they think that there are more important things to be worrying about than the southern border Hey, uh, Mark, you got some clips over there. Do me a favor and let's just let's just change gears here. Play clip number one, please. 
You talk about the slip, I'm shorting a bit, it's the slippery slope argument, right? If this happens, then what's the next domino to fall? There are 29 states, including Colorado, that have non-discrimination laws. What is the impact, if the court sides with Smith, what is the impact for, you know, makeup artists, hairstyle, you know, people in this sort of, that consider themselves having expressive professions? What is the actual big implication here if this case doesn't go your way, as you see it? Well, first off, we're going to start having to figure out where to draw that line. If someone makes specialized lattes, do they have an expressive interest in saying, I'm sorry, I don't want to serve Mormons because I don't believe in the Mormon religion. That set of hypotheticals could become reality if we lose this case. Oh, my God. Mormons don't drink coffee, first of all. Uh, so the baristas don't have to worry about the Mormons, idiot. And this guy, that's the, what's, that's, that's the attorney general in Colorado. Colorado's close enough. They, he should know what Mormons don't drink. <laughs> but that's beside the point. Did she just stereotype gays when she said hairdressers and makeup <laughs> artists and people with a more expressive profession? I guess so. In non-discrimination laws? Yeah. And how are they going to go to... I, was that not a stereotype right there? <laughs> I mean... Could have been. I think it was kind of a stereotype. It's just... This is not... It's shocking to me that this is still up for debate. It's it's actually really sad that this is still going on. Um, you know, it's obviously akin to the the cake baker, yeah. Jack Phillips, who, by the way, is also still being dragged through court over a transgender reveal cake yeah. that he wouldn't make. I mean, they're doing this on purpose. Yeah, it's they're they're going to him just. Imagine a world in which you knew that someone did not agree with your lifestyle and you thought, this person doesn't like me. This person hates me. I'm going to force them to take my money. Yeah. Like, what? Why do you want to pay someone for a service yeah. when you think that your argument is that they don't like you and they don't condone your lifestyle? Or they don't like you and they put your address on Twitter. <sighs> don't even get me started. Yeah. Well, I was uh -huh. trying to get you started. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I can't believe uh -huh. they did that. But you reported it. Of course I did. And it got it got taken down very quickly. Yeah. Because guess what? You're not allowed to do that, guys. You're not allowed well, to do that. I mean, that, that person should have been wiped off of. Yeah, they weren't. Their account was only locked until they stopped violating the Twitter rules. Yeah. But that's what they do. I mean, you can't, you speak logically and you critically think and they don't have an argument. So they just threaten violence against you. And they did tell people to come to your home. Correct. They, they posted my home address and told people to show up at my house. Mm -hmm. Man, you guys are playing with fire out there in, in the keyboard world. Oh, the, well, that's why, look, I got in a little bit of trouble with the executives for one particular tweet that I made. Here but, at the Blaze? Yes. The Blaze executives? Yes. You were reprimanded? I was reprimanded. <laughs> for something you may you notice said. there's a tweet that was deleted that was <laughs> not by my choice. <laughs> but um, because, I mean, my point was, there, another person was like, oh, well, we'll go in and pick it. Everyone pick it outside Sarah's house, which they had the wrong city. But the, we're, we'll pick it outside Sarah's house. And I'm like, if you want to pick it, go to the studio. It's a public address. Why don't you go pick it there? Which my point was, I wasn't like threatening violence. My point is, you're not going to. You're all talk. And conservatives are so scared that the left is, oh, my gosh, they're going to show up and pick at me. It's like they're not going to, first of all. And even if they do, so what? So what? These are a bunch of people who eat a bunch of soy and think that they're, you know, <laughs> women and a bunch of men who put on makeup. Do you like am I scared of them? No, I'm not scared of them. No one should be. You ain't scared of nothing. Those people. <laughs> Come on down to 
down to Texas, guys. We carry. So good luck to you. That's <laughs> what we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Disney, do you see this story? Um, I, I love it. it during the break. Sarah goes, where are we going here? I was like, I don't know. But after the camera starts rolling, it's like, hey, by the way, this yeah, article. I, I, I just like cool, to keep you I'll off balance. You, uh, so, <laughs> so let me tell you something that happened the other night. Just another topic. So I went to a friend's house because I was in mm-hmm. town. And, I went to, and he had some unsavory characters come to his home. Okay. Okay. And I was like, I'm not hanging around here. I'm going to get out. Mm-hmm. Wise decision. So, so I put the TV on a ministry channel. <laughs> 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 and he's got like surround sound all around his place. And so, and you can crank the volume up in the walls. So uh-huh. I put the, the preacher on and I just kind of turned the thing up just to sort around and see how long it would take for them to realize that, that Jay-Z wasn't on anymore. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> That's a pretty epic troll. I left them with the Lord. Good for you. I left them with the Lord. Uh, talking about Disney, elementary school principal commits suicide at Disneyland after being charged with child endangerment and battery. Well, that's a lot to unpack. That's a lot <clears throat> to unpack. Um, uh, why go to Disneyland? Disney World? Disneyland. So he was a principal at the school, and he jumped off the Mickey and Friends parking structure. And um, he left a Facebook post on Saturday explaining that um, he blamed an extremely flawed legal system. He said he'd been privately married to a woman uh, for three and a half years. He claimed that the wife called the police after a heated argument, and he was falsely accused of hitting her two daughters. He said he never hit them. He said it's sickening how quickly and easily an innocent man can be thrown in jail based on zero evidence or proof. Um, I don't find that to be true. I don't, well, no, I, me either, but I, that sounds to me like almost like a, a suicide of passion. Like, I'm going to go show you. We had right. a special time at Disneyland right. at one point in time, so I'm going to throw myself off of a building Yeah, there. Because, I mean, you have to have some sort of evidence to be, as he said, thrown in jail. Yeah. You might not like the, the evidence, yeah. but yeah. there's got to be something, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, look, there's a lot of people can accuse you of anything. Right, of course. You don't need and, evidence for that. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, you hear these things like, oh, my gosh. So um, so more men, by the way, are getting vasectomies, apparently, uh, after this uh, Roe v. Wade overturn. <clears throat> good. Yeah, good. They're being responsible with their procreation? Snip them, Jack. Oh, no, if, hey, look, if not you that. you can't wear a rubber or whatever, some form of con- contraception, or be monogamous. Get married. Be monogamous. If you can't do that, then um, get it snipped. Listen, I don't have a problem with that. Listen, if we can make it past this like depopulation phase where uh, we're, we really like need people, uh, as it turns out, to like do things on this earth, if we can just get past that, the new Earth 2.0 is going to be so lit with all these conservative babies running around because yeah. p- the vaccinated people, they're, you yeah. know, they're infertile. Okay, we got, well, I, can't, I guess I can't say that on YouTube. They might be. We don't know. The, the studies will come out later, five years from now, and show it. Uh, they're aborting their babies. Yeah. And they're getting vasectomies. And they're not 
having kids because of climate change. It's just going to be a bunch of conservative yeah, babies running yeah, around. They, they, they're not procreating, that's for sure. Right. And uh, you got unvaccinated blood matchmaking services developing a global network. Wow. Um, I know this is a Swiss deal, but I know some people in Texas who are basically setting up a deal like that where you can donate and get blood that has not been vaccinated. Based. Well, that's what happens. You know, here it's people in the medical profession who got fired because mm-hmm. they wouldn't get vaccinated. And they're like, look, we're, we're still medical professionals. We can go out here and, you know, we can create this service. And I know some folks that are doing that. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So that's another deal that plays into the progenity of mm-hmm. the future. Mm. So we'll see. You just had we'll to one up me by using that word. I don't even know if it's a real word. <laughs> um, or even used in the right context. But it sounded right to say progenity yeah. of the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, fight me. <laughs> Pick at me. Yeah, don't say that. Don't say that on Twitter. You'll get in trouble. <laughs> Pick at this dick. <laughs> uh, the, uh, that, is, had, that has been vasectomized. Um, <laughs> had enough. Probably got a road, schooler, road scholar down there in the tubes knocking, trying to get out. You missed your <laughs> shot, buddy. Literally missed your shot. Do you see where James Cameron, the director of uh, Avatar and Titanic, he said that uh, the uh, toxin in males mm-hmm. is testosterone. It's got to be worked out. Mm-hmm. Brother, I try to work it out every day. <laughs> every single damn day. Just once? No. <laughs> it, 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 it takes a lot of working to get all toxin. this toxicity out of me. a lot of, of toxin in there. A lot of toxicity in here, baby. Uh, well, thanks for doing your part, Jeff. Yeah. Realwomensclub.com. You can get your toxic masculinity shirt. Uh, you can use RWC 20 to save 20%. Yeah. All right. Go to where podcasts are offered and leave a rating, five stars, and leave a review. In that review, I want you to ask Glenn Beck a question. I will possibly ask him that question on the show next Wednesday night. Oh, you can I can like ask him this. anything. Nothing is off limits. In fact, I, I like I've, I've told you, I've got some random questions for Glenn myself that uh, I don't I don't really want to talk about the end of the world. I want to I want to get into the deep psyche and soul of a non coffee drinking Mormon named Glenn Beck. Well, don't worry. He will. He'll he'll turn it around and make it about the end of the world. We're not going to let him. <laughs> we're going to we're going to have optimistic Glenn. Oh, you let me know how that turns out. Yeah. <laughs> get that dude crying real quick. <laughs> make him read the red shoes or whatever that Christmas shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I got a couple of more things I want to tell you about. And you're not going anywhere. You know why? Because you're mine. We'll be right back. Uh, Do-si-do. Spring, Texas, Saturday night. Greenville, South Carolina is what I'm looking forward to. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to have dinner with one of our executives. I have, I have dinner with Gaston, our network you, president. Make him pay for him. it. He won't have dinner with me. He'll have dinner with me. He has dinner with me every time he comes to town. Me, him, and Steve Dace. We party. I mean, as hard forgot, as Steve Dace can party. I forgot it's the boys club. It, this is very I much a boys club. lost my here. invite in the mail. I never got invited to Sarah, dinner. you turn things dramatic, though. You're like, <laughs> You're like, yeah. When I have love you. you but when have I ever done when that? When have you ever not? What are you talking Sarah? about? What are you talking about, Chad? <laughs> I can't wait for this timer on this clock to go out so I can hear it when the show's done.
<laughs> uh, shopsarahg.com keep her feminine toxicity going mm. and uh, by the way she's a part of real women's club too so we got some samples Damn. on the way so you get get to see those modeling pics very soon we're gonna do some fun stuff some fun stuff uh and of course uh American Beauty by Sarah.com. Watchchad.com has my full schedule. Finishing out the year strong, the Buck Wild Comedy Tour. We're announcing the dates on Friday. Ooh. That is this Friday, my birthday, December 9th. Me, Zach Rushing, Dustin Sims, Jesse Payton, the four of us are going across the country for about 12 dates that are going to be absolutely historic, and you don't want to miss them. Those dates will be announced this Friday. We'll see you tomorrow. I love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye.